<laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody, to the show that we have no uh, structure, no real, no real consistency, no are, real anything. Yeah, but we're having a real good time. Well, we have an empty middle seat, and we have a great show for you today. Because today, I mean, what are we, what are we going to talk about today? Fuck, I don't. There, can, can we just start? There's, I mean. We are blessed in an era of a lot of shit is going on, so there's a lot of topics, right? Mm. But uh, not all fun ones, and not, not all. And it's like the the brevity of so many of these are. It feels life and death. There's very minimal amount of like lighthearted goofs that can be had nowadays. Like memes are are becoming an escape. It's like, oh my god, it's not another terrible news story <laughs> about some awful thing that happened. It's just like, no, it's like a. Just a little meme. Thank you. you. I'm gonna send you a heart react just because That's all you get. You, I scrolled <laughs> I scrolled through the Facebook wall at my own risk because I don't know what I'm gonna find. I I think I'm informed, but I may not be. It's like it, it's random, like you just you see you see bombed countries and then you see like you see pandemic and then you see wedding pictures. <laughs> it's like wedding pictures. Oh thank god. And then ooh, they just got a new dog. It was National Dog Day. And, and I didn't. I was so conflicted. I'm I'm still to this day confused as to who who made these days. Who decided? What was it about? What the twenty August twenty seventh, or twenty was it twenty sixth or twenty seventh? Whatever. That it was like you know what, a good boy was for sure born at some point in history on this day. <laughs> well, it's also like I feel like there's been four National Dog Days this year. It's that's, just like whoever, whenever the trend, whenever the hashtag gets out there, it's like, fuck it, Puzzy Dog. Or like, yeah, like, oh, oh it's, uh, I mean, September 2nd is coming up. It's not, it's not Labor Day. It's National Cotton Candy Day. It's not actually. I, I don't I hope it doesn't rain. <laughs> which, I mean, you know, is. It might all just go away. Which cotton candy is flavored insulation. But <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. what it, like, I just, you know, it's, it's a trend that I see that, you know, I'm just like. Okay, I accept it. Yep. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to question why today is National Chili Cheese Dog Day when there's a separate National Chili Day. I'm not going to question that because times are tough enough for me to be like, aren't there more important issues to discuss than National Chili Cheese Dog Day today? It's like, no, by all means, enjoy a nice enjoy chili it. cheese dog. Please. Sonic the Hedgehog would Please be proud enjoy of it. It's probably better for the world. Yes, you which... Speaking of, are we losing out of uh, frequency? Oh no, we're we're out of focus. <laughs> Fuck. No. <laughs> My beautiful face. Talk amongst yourselves. The feds are getting us. Wait, why do 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 I didn't think about that. It said autofocus. Damn and it, it it's didn't autofocus. It's easier on phones. You just tap it and fix it. No, we're still blurry. <laughs> that's good enough. That's that's fine. We can tell like crop the leg it's out. not imposters that are that are doing. Right, that are, today you we're going a little bit retro with the eight bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got a nice uh, Super Nintendo filter on this one today. Brings back a little nostalgia. Okay, so what what topic were you on? Can you remember? Yes. Um, well, speaking of again, very rare, awesome things was the fact that again, things like E three for video games were was canceled. 
um, and San Diego Comic Con, which where it's like the day of good, like several days of goodness of all the nerdy shit that all of us enjoy. But like DC Fandom was a digital Comic Con, and it was the most jam packed of full of content that you I could like that I've seen anything like recently. The closest thing to Comic Con I think we're gonna get, and it literally was just jam packed full of projects that I'm super pumped for. That's awesome. And I can't wait for them to come out whenever the hell that is. Like Wonder Woman 84, which looks outstanding. We should have seen it, been able to see it two months ago. Was that the release date like before pre-COVID? Like everyone BC? else would have been able to, but again, since we're a little bit, a little bit slow in the process, the fact that we're still working on it because, you know, again, we're still figuring it's out whether... Year. We're still trying to find out if a Nokia phone is tracking us in the N95 masks that we wear. We're still figuring that out. It feels a little heavy, if I'm being honest. When I put that on, I'm like, wait a minute. What was that vibration? It was like, no, 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 no. That's, that's it blocking out the bad vibes. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. So I mean, at least your face would be protected if you had a Nokia phone. <laughs> from, from just about anything. From... Spreadable illness to, to Brian Urlacher to RPG. <laughs> you hear about Brian, Brian Urlacher? Urlacher went nuts. <laughs> Brian Urlacher with hair went full CTE. <laughs> <laughs> Never go full CTE. Man, usually when the bald guy gets hair, usually he he's neutralized. Mm -hmm. But like, cause something about a guy who I assume before, since he used like a Rogaine kind of thing, purposely shaved his head because <laughs> the last thing you want to see is a George Costanza lineup. <laughs> just naturally because again everyone associates it with George Costanza a sexless icon but instead no Brian Urlacher like uses there's a disturbance in the force <laughs> there must be a squirrel I thought I heard but a, all of a sudden doorbell. yeah guy gets hair gets angrier yes you you are it's the opposite of the the norm you're you're, you're the very atypical of him if I say so very myself. very and he's just but anyway back to uh comic -Con. so they showed off, they showed off um yeah of course wonder woman 2 which looks outstanding um they got the the snyder cut which i'm very excited for which is essentially just going to be the much better version of justice league and so what was all that about because it, it reminds me of like i remember like they refilmed the suicide squad yeah is it a lot like that it's it's worse than the suicides because with the suicide squad they had like test screenings where essentially people were watching the movie joker's like hitting harley and like being the joker's relationship with harley gwynn which is abusive and toxic mm -hmm. and then i think a lot of people watched it and were like i don't like this this i want them to be goals so they were told hey so make joker and harley quinn goals so, that's what happened. As well as this movie's not funny enough, mm -hmm. so make it funnier. That's true. Keep on. And add on the fact that um, the the one guy who uh, edited the trailers, like the the one with the Bo uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is the song, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, made it like uh, like seem like a very grand old time. Everyone was like, "Hey, you did a great job editing that two and a half minute trailer." Why don't you edit a two and a half hour long movie? 
Make it a little more lighthearted. Twitch, yeah, Twitch was like, sure, but that went as well as could be expected. And but that was the difference. It wasn't like the the one guy, the director was still there shooting the movie. So it was still him there. But Justice League is a whole uglier beast where essentially from the get go they're like uh to the director Zack Snyder, like, listen man, we like we've had enough we've had enough like I understand we hired you because we wanted what you sold us, which was like mm-hmm. this five movie arc. But for one reason or another, we don't want that anymore. You know, just because they don't know they didn't know what they wanted. And so they um they pretty much made like, alright, the runtime needs to be two hours. Then it's like, what the fuck? How is that gonna work? Mm-hmm. I, I'm introducing like five characters, five main Justice League members, and bringing back Superman from the mm-hmm. dead and all of these different things. But sure, I'll I'll work with that. And then his his daughter died, so he left. Pretty much the entire movie was done shooting, and so he left. So, like, all of post-production, like, editing, uh, working on VFX, things like that, uh, was left to uh, Joss Whedon, who did The Avengers, mm-hmm. and is a ginger, pale Thanos, but without power, and just kind of pathetic overall. <laughs> just an angry man. Yeah. C.S. Lewis, if you know. <laughs> and he... Um, but he, they were like, oh, cool. Now that Zack Snyder's gone, let's A, remove most of his shit. Let's mm. have Joss Whedon reshoot a lot of it, a.k.a. make it look worse. And, and then essentially resell it as a funny old time. And what happened was a movie where you'd have... One clear director, like, he's shooting at, like, in Greenland. is like, mm-hmm. shooting on location. It looks really nice. And then out of nowhere, a dude's, like, if you put, like, a green screen here, and I stood up, removed the chair, and I shot a scene, and it's, like, that Greenland background, they, they, they put that in the movie. So in the middle of, like, this thing where they're clearly where they're filming... All of a sudden, a guy's behind, in front of a green screen. <laughs> and he's, just to say, like, a goof. Just to say a single line that, like, that was meant to be like, Hey, see, this is a funny movie. Uh, yep. I, they wanted it, I think, when I watched it, I've only watched it one time. And I, I don't, it, I think they disrespected Batman so much. Oh, they made him, yeah, they made him a... He's walking a around, <laughs> he's walking around as Bruce Wayne, saying, yeah. hey, I'm Batman, as Bruce Wayne. One yeah. doesn't do that shit. He's acting, he's acting like a dipshit. What is <laughs> like he's walking around with Aquaman, as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Talking it's about like, so you dress like a bat. It's like, hang on, what was that? Did he just say he dresses like a bat? Uh-huh. Hey, well, Batman dresses like a bat. Mm-hmm. Okay, Batman. Yeah, he looks about right. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, this entire like Nordic village knows who Batman is, and they're like, how, <laughs> how do we, how do we, uh, uh, you know, get Superman alive? Shock him. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Have we tried um? defibrillating <laughs> have we um tried normal things it was it was frankenstein all over again oh yeah but it was seriously it was like this frankenstein project of just this this guy who again you would forget he made the avengers because i like rewatching like the avengers and like the older marvel movies had they had they still had some semblance of like real identity mm-hmm. with whoever made it yeah. Including Joss Whedon, who was very good. What ones did he direct? 
he directed the first Avengers, Ooh, and then great movie. Um, he was he was pretty much there the whole time, like for for all the Phase One movies, mm -hmm. to like kind of make sure, like, hey, listen, we, the Avengers is the end is huh, the end game is the end game of all of these movies. Mm -hmm. We want to get to the point where we make an Avengers movie where all of these characters we introduced come together, and that's the movie I make. But he made sure he was there for all the entire project. And then he made Age of Ultron, talked about how uh, executives were messing him up, taking out a bunch of his stuff, and so he left. Mm. And so that was the last thing he did with the MCU. And then he kind of pops out of nowhere, gets involved with Justice League. And I think it was because he was going to direct another DC project. I think it was probably the thing. It's like, all right, fix the Justice League movie, and then you can you get to do your own thing elsewhere. Well, then he got outed for um, being a director who seduces the people in his cast by using his feminist image uh, to kind of as an icebreaker. And so ever since then, oh, by his ex-wife, who said that he one day admitted, he came to her and admitted, yes, I have cheated on you. I have done this thing. I, like, I have essentially been a faux feminist to use that as a way in. And then he was like, well, I'm, we're getting a divorce. I was like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> as well you should. You are a strong woman. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm doing it again, aren't I? <laughs> Damn it! All that so, happens. Sorry, die hard. yeah, sorry, hon. I'm working on getting better. <laughs> That's like a classic Joe Rogan. Uh, you know how like Joe Rogan's got like four different stories he brings up in every podcast. Oh yeah. Or like this reminds it, me of yeah when yep. I was 19 years old. Yep. It's like all right, <laughs> go on. So there's a uh, there's this fish or something where like the females are way 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 smaller than the male, and what oh, they yeah. do is like the male. Is this big old version of this fish, and it'll swim around, and then the females will be underneath it, and I'll be a harem, harem of females, and they'll be the ones that will like he'll he'll make them with the eggs. Uh -huh. The whole time though, there's another form of of a male fish of this species that, if they're not big, they'll divert all of their like to look make themselves look like a female, and so they'll they'll go underneath that male fish and yeah. and be with all of his women mm -hmm. while he's swimming around protecting everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's it's yeah, that yeah. fake. It's oh, very yeah. reminds me of that faux feminist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, essentially, ever since he got tied into that, um, but that didn't stop him from, again, being very snarky when it came to people who were, like, uh, that would criticize the movie, but they would be very quick to blame Zack Snyder, mm -hmm. which, obviously, especially if you, if you watch, like, the teaser trailer that they showed for the Snyder Cut, mm -hmm. it's pretty much all new scenes. That's what it looked like a whole new fucking yeah. movie. Like, so, how did they do that? So then we're they, like, wait a minute. Did they cut and film a no, yeah. whole new movie? Legitimately, yes. <laughs> they they re they took out majority of his move, Zack Snyder's movie, because in his movie it was a whole bunch of things like, oh, Cyborg is the central main character. That's what it was supposed to be, right? Yeah, because he, he was important. Cause, yeah, because Zack Snyder and the the main screenwriter. Uh, wrote to Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg, mm -hmm. and is like, listen, before we even write a bit about Cyborg, we want you to give us perspective on how Cyborg should come across. How do you want to sell this character? How What would be authentic? And so the whole thing was based around that. Like, the whole movie is based around that. Mm -hmm. And then Joss Whedon, I, it just so happens that 
Iris West, uh, Ryan Choi, who's uh, I believe the either the Adam or Blue Beetle, I forget which. Mm-hmm. Um, and cyborgs, pretty much majority of cyborgs family. Um, all non-white people were plucked out. It was very. It's maybe it's a coincidence, but I I am doubtful. And like that's so like heard that. like but again it's I think because Joss Whedon was like not only was he like listen not only am I gonna not only am I gonna save this I'm gonna make another Avengers tier like blockbuster try to make Batman like a Tony Stark yeah, well like a, a Whitney, without a suit a, like a, without a, a suit a, yeah like. <laughs> Shit like him, him falling, then like oh, something's oh, bleeding. I was like, I was like, like Batman just, just show no pain. Just fucking stab me in the stomach, why it, don't you? That's why it was purely. I hate that movie. Be, I don't. I can't even really remember anything else other than it just disrespected the character of Batman more than I've ever seen, and it was it was it was it, was, it hurt. It, especially after you have BVS, where this this Batman is such a scary. In, like giant do you like that's like oh geez. I do <laughs> like geez. like the fact that like the, like his opening scene as Batman not as Bruce Wayne as Batman is him saving a bunch of like human traffic victims but they're staying in the cage because they know he's still up there so they're not they don't want to leave until he's gone even though he saved them mm-hmm. that's how fucking terrifying he is and then in this movie, it's like, well, I didn't think you'd resurrect me because you like me. I don't. Not. I don't not. Yeah, it's like, what the f- What are you- what And are we you- were promised black suits, but Superman. What are you doing here? <laughs> but that's, the, like, so- With beard. Especially as you're watching, uh, if you watch the teaser trailer for it, you can see that this is not only... Because it's not an uber-serious movie, either. It was supposed to be almost identical to Batman's dreams in BVS, right? Yes, because that's, like... Because, like, the openings... Like, Darkseid is, like... Darkseid's not the main antagonist, but, like... Darkseid sends out Steppenwolf, the, Instead the of main Steppenwolf villain. Acting, by, uh, acting alone. It's not... Yeah, it's not just, like, oh, this... He mentions him in a line. It's, like, no, there's, like, a really cool scene where it's a bunch of gods like Ares, like all these different characters fighting young dark side along with this thing and it would be a really cool scene but then they swapped it out with steppenwolf and then they made steppenwolf's character design really boring because before like now oh, it's like I a super it. alien like and like creepy he's almost built like ultron but like an yeah. alien ultron <laughs> yeah but like both like they turned him into they gave oh, him no. a face not ultron uh the who's the 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 the, the protector from Thor movie, the big ass, because uh, that Hem- the lines in Steppenwolf remind me of that that giant. Hemdall? No, it's it's the it's the oh, protector like a, like from a- the trophy room that in the first movie he gets sent to Earth. Oh yeah, the one that looks like a Power Ranger. Yes, like villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Steppenwolf looks like a really badass yeah, version of like, that. He looks like that exactly, and that like certain things like oh like uh, Flash going through. The, the speed force, Cyborg losing his dad, like a whole lot of stuff that they removed for one, for no real reason. Nothing happened in that movie. Like, no bad thing happened. They fought some, they fought him in a remote location. Everybody <laughs> lived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just, they kept focusing on this Russian family who's just, 
there for some reason, which it really is. I you can tell that's a Joss Whedon thing because if you rewatch the Avengers movies, there are random bits where like out of nowhere, like they're like they're battling the big bad, and then all of a sudden you're focused on like a like this attractive young woman. Oh yes, where it'll just be out of nowhere for no reason. She, she was a waitress. She has like one bit of dialogue. But she doesn't say a thing. It's just her running away. And For I like legit- four different clips. I legitimately think it's because he just wanted to be like, all right, that's good. That's good. Okay. Joss, why did we do that? Come to my room. Afterwards, <laughs> I, was- I gave her a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're going to be big now. You're going to be big now. That is. Now you owe me. That is unless. Remember we talked about? Because of the implication. Remember we talked about? We had but, a deal. And then you have, and to add on top of the other shit that went on with Justice League is the fact that. Uh, Ray Fisher mentioned that there was verbal abuse on set by Joss Whedon, by, like, main executives. So then you have all of this bad shit Mm -hmm. going on with this production to the point it's like, well, no wonder, like, everyone's like, yeah, dude, I kind of want, like, the Snyder Cut to show up. Including, do you remember the part where Flash, like, falls on top of Wonder Woman and then he, like, zooms off her? And it's like a little embarrassing moment for a second. Uh, Gal Gadot, uh, who plays Wonder Woman, refused to shoot that. I love her. So, what Joss Whedon did was said, Hey, Gal Gadot stunt woman, get over here, get in costume, and you do it. So, this guy was so adamant that this joke was so fucking funny. <laughs> that he's like he's willing to piss off what like one of your the lead like, actors like yeah one of your biggest actors in the movie just for what the one who's had the best dc movie other than i the, think uh the original superman like the most yeah the most like kind of i even like the people who are like god i fucking hate dc movies dc eu that that because they're, they're yeah, they yeah, brought yeah. it out they brought it yeah, out yeah. they've established like, a the, multiverse the, the people who are like Yo, ever since Dark Knight Rises, DC sucks. Yeah. Which it's like, I, like I, under, I understand, like, especially if you compare it to a lot of MCU stuff, they, they go for different things, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, if, that's, if that's legitimately the only reason why is that it's not an MCU movie, then, I, I, then I'm quicker to criticize if that's legitimately your only to reason me, for disliking it. DC had so many great things going for them and they just didn't commit and oh, it's yeah. like they had a great dark suicide squad and then they tried to lighten it up oh yeah and then they had an amazing bvs but then it just but y- they, your, they, your climax was martha they they cut they cut the it's they cut at its ankles because yes. it went from a two and a half hour it went from a three hour movie that was cohesive mm-hmm. you get the the entire picture of lex Luthor's plan and instead, it's like again, right, not a bad Lex Luthor. I don't get, like that. He gets a lot of undeserved hate. I I love Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I, yes, I I he, he like especially because uh, Jesse Eisenberg is such like a Michael Sarah, like, like or at least was like way mm-hmm. back in the day. People were like, "Isn't that's not Michael?" He Sarah. was typecasted. Now, yeah, he's... but like it, like that was the first time when I was like, you know, it's. It's a Lex Luthor who's a billionaire who you want to hit really bad. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. Because he's not a guy. He's not like the bald <laughs> animated series Lex Luthor who probably could at least get a, cu- a good uppercut on you. Mm-hmm. He's at least kind of built, even though he always wears the giant suit. Mm-hmm. 
But that's the thing. This Lex Luthor doesn't need a suit, doesn't need anything. He knows exactly swagger. what things to pull. He's a swagger. And that was the thing. Once you watch the three-hour version, again, if you're like, There's I don't... three-hour version out there? Yeah. Oh, it's out there. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm I, behind. I love, the three-hour version is great. A yeah, different movie? Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it's a different movie. It's not like Justice League. It's just more like, oh, for people... It adds more Clark Kent scenes. Um, the opening with, like, in the desert. Mm -hmm. um, Didn't he only have, like, 105 words or something like that? During the, during the original Oh, for, cut? like, super... Yeah, I, it was something like that. Yeah. Like, um, which, he's not he's not very talkative anyway. Yeah. Like, you watch Man of Steel. I just rewatched Man of Steel. He's not very talkative in that either. The best Superman <laughs> movie I've seen. Oh, yeah. I, I adore Man of Steel. And... That was the thing um, with in BVS they added essentially like how like the uh, yeah they add some stuff in the desert scene to kind of make more sense because instead of it being oh the the one guy shoot up all the random people that live there and then they blame it on Superman for like inciting things instead they bring out a flamethrower and they burn a bunch of corpses so that it legitimately looks like something Superman could have done. Versus eyes. just like shooting up a bunch of guys, like in the theatrical version, mm -hmm. where it's like, well, I don't know why they blame Superman for that. Like, he doesn't need to shoot. But yeah, but this one, it's like, oh yeah, no, Superman punches through a drone that's coming to blow up this yeah. entire town, and then they they light these bodies on fire to make it look like hit through his heat vision that he did that, and it was actually very believable. And then they add in some couple pieces to the puzzle of uh, Lex Luthor's grand grand plan. To essentially make Batman hate Superman and just keep inciting it to the point where Batman would be willing to kill Superman if he got the chance. Mm -hmm. And it kind of adds details to that as well as gives Lois Lane more of a purpose because she's analyzing this bullet that was in her thing that was like a very specific bullet. And there's scenes where it's like, oh, she finds out um, the, the, you know, they, they, she has her own investigation going. There's a bunch of different things. That, again, you add 30 minutes. Oh, and uh, giving motivation for Clark. Because Clark goes to Gotham and, like, interviews people. And everyone just talks about how, like, this, like Batman is terrifying. Batman is scary. Batman is violent. He brands people, which leads to them, them getting killed in, in prison. prison. Yeah. That was pretty badass. Yeah. And they even Clark. add a scene where that happens. Like, the, the sex trafficker in the beginning, who gets, who has a brand on him. They show him going into prison... And then him getting shanked because of it, but it's because it's part of Lex Luthor's plan. He tells an inmate to go do it, and then that's how that happens. Okay, that's really cool. So it's it's a it's not a completely different. It's not like oh they reshot the movie. It's just they cut thirty minutes worth of stuff, and it kind of messes up with the, the flow, the editing, the flow. Yeah. And you watch the three hour version again. It's three hours, but guys, you watched Endgame. It's worth it. It's <laughs> you, worth you watched it. Endgame. You can man you can manage three hours with BVS, and if you but, made it two and a half hours, what's that extra half hour? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the extra half hour? Especially if at the end you watched a better movie. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, and like I I understand, I and I guess a lot of times I don't really get an answer out of people that hate the DC uh, EU movies. Mm -hmm. They they usually just say they don't like Zack Snyder or they just. They, they just say mm -hmm. it sucks, but I, I can give you an answer about why yeah, I don't like them. Perfect. So for me, the uh, the the way the movie looked for what's called Aquaman specifically, the way it looked, I was in love with. The way he looked, I was in love with. And then some of like the characters and and I kind of liked the plot a little bit, like the way the, it went 
Mm-hmm. It's just whenever they had a moment to be as cheesy and as corny as oh, an as yeah. Disney princess movie as they fucking could, they did it. Oh, absolutely. And it, it went, uh, it was almost a, what's that? There's a one movie that's the corniest movie of all time, but it's like, it's a, um, a Disney princess type character falls through a portal and she's like dropped in New York and she becomes a live action. <gasps> Enchanted. Enchanted, yes. And yeah. it's just like that ditzy. And that's what you almost turned the Aquaman movie into, it felt like. It was oh, that corny at times. Oh, absolutely. Like, there are bits, like, they uh, they come out of the water, and they play fucking, of all people, Pitbull's, like, <laughs> cover of Africa. Because they're literally in Africa. And I, get it? I get thought it? that was, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but I completely agree. I, like, because I think as long as you as long as they're aware, I think I think mm-hmm. like that's or it's like it's not cheapening uh, dramatic moments. It cheapened a lot of dramatic moments. I could see me. that for like um, yeah, because there are definitely some parts mm-hmm. where it's like uh, very MCU like where yes. where it's like okay, this is this is a big moment mm-hmm. and then boop, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like that's I think that's become the norm mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, which was nice about Wonder Woman. And what looks good about Wonder Woman 2 as well is just very, like, they're jokes, like, because, but they're clever. They're not done mm-hmm. to cheapen something. It's mm-hmm. not subverting expectations through cheapening a moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's usually the problem. Like, you watch, like, the first, again, again, I'll always go back to it. The, the original uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. There's so much shit that I don't know if it's meant to be intentional, but at the same time, that dude loves cheese. Yeah. Especially if you watch the Evil Dead movies, where he's laughing with a bunch of demon heads and things like that. It's like it's such a weird experience. I feel like there's no way a lot of that stuff is not meant to be cheesy, mm-hmm. and I think Aquaman was the same way. But I I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree. I think Aquaman, out of all of the um, like the slate outside of like Suicide Squad, which again I really wish you could see what the original version was. If not, just to be like, is it better, mm-hmm. or it was it kind of like, and eh, the the project was kind of it was it, its heart was in the right place, but it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Aquaman has the most room to grow because it's. I think the writing was the weaker point. I, um, a lot of stuff like, oh, there are a lot of scenes where they're having a conversation and an explosion happens. Mm-hmm. And like that's it's like, oh, now we're in an action scene. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's definitely a, a ton of that. So like that would be the stuff because again, yeah, visually, yes. oh my god, it looked great. How it looked off, great. How pissed off is James Cameron with Avatar two that he's got like a three, th- like thirty thousand gallon tank. <laughs> Of water for mo-capping water scenes. Then he's like, I'm sorry, Aquaman came out? Fucking <laughs> bullshit. I've been making this movie for decades. <laughs> but sir, <laughs> Avatar 1 came out in 2008. I said what I said! <laughs> decades! <laughs> that's so funny. But that's just a bit like DC. It just feels like they always had... I like what I was seeing. I haven't, still haven't watched Shazam yet. Oh, she, yeah. Shazam, or or Birds of Prey. Yeah, Shazam's in a similar boat to Aquaman where I would say it's the closest to a comedy because it's the fact that, hey, he's a a young young teen mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. who becomes a 30-something-year-old 
muscular mm-hmm. superhero. Yep. So then, like, there are a lot of uh, mishaps yep. with that. Coming to age. Yeah, but, like, it's it's see, it feels very earned, and it has the one uh, kid from It, who's my favorite kid from It, the the one who's, like, um... Did you watch it? I, I watched it. I did Remember the newer the, one, right? Oh yeah, the one where he's like he he's always like uh, he's super nervous. He has the overbearing mom. Oh yeah. He's like these yep. are gazebos. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they like those two play off play very well off together, and then Birds of Prey is like, I'd I'd say almost like a Quentin Tarantino DC movie. Like where it's like it's, it's very kind of bloody. Amazing. It's very bloody. It's told out of sequence. So it'll be something where, like, out of nowhere, you're, like, you're jumped in the middle of this mm-hmm. action scene. Then you're, like, then Harley Quinn will do a voiceover, like, wait, 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 back up. You guys have no idea what's going on. Almost Deadpool-ish? Yeah. Okay. So then it's, like, let's bring it back. But it's, like, it's R-rated, and it's gruesome, and, like, they, they curse, and it's it's a good time. I enjoyed Bird's Break. I, I heard good things. heard good all good things. But it just felt like whenever they – it's also they were getting their ass whooped by the the tidal wave of the mcu which that's that's the thing mcu i don't know how they do it and and disney yeah the mcu is like (laughs) netflix like where netflix like oh season six of this show is coming out how the fuck did you record that like season five isn't out yet what do you mean season six is coming out in august like season five is coming out in june but it's like it's like they must have the same kind of like uh w- workshop that they like, make these movies through because it's baffling well dc is like i've seen like almost a redemption arc of like the movies that are coming up no, I'm, I'm excited for all of them oh yeah and then and then the battinson that oh my god oh, oh the battinson <laughs> just that trailer alone was better than any oh. other batman thing i've seen since you know oh. like That's... to me it was the third movie christian bale has the he's in the best Batman movie to me it's Tom McGuire to me it, in the best Batman movies. I can see that, yeah. But I fucking hate him as Batman because his Batman like he looks the part. His Batman suit's great. He his his he looks the part of Bruce Wayne. He talks it, but then when he gets to the Batman and it's <laughs> that just ruins it. Fucking ruins it. Batman begins, vengeance. It's Batman so much Begins cooler. was perfect with the voice because it was mm-hmm. just like. Where are the others? Yeah, like and then it wasn't like, Dark Knight. Dark Knight's a little bit worse, but mm-hmm. it's like it's still okay. Dark Knight Rises, something happened that's mm-hmm. just it's super raspy. But yeah, like again, you got because uh, yeah, because Batfleck has the the voice modulator, which sounds cool, and I'm surprised it's the first time that's ever been put in a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just Batinson's just low, deep growl that's it not... It wasn't not, forced. But yeah, it's just... it's. I can clearly tell it's him. Mm-hmm. Then you got fucking Zodiac Riddler, like, who's just duct-taping people's faces and talking like... Uh, Do you ever see Split? Uh, I've, I've seen trailers. That's where he has, like, 84 personalities. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, there's, like... It's... If, if anyone if anyone knows what I'm talking about, if not, look up, uh, like, the Beast in Split. Because he has voice, like... <sighs> You cannot defeat me. Like, Riddler's oh, yeah. fucking talking like this. And Paul Dano, who plays him, only plays weirdos. Yeah. He, like, literally in all of his movies, he's in a movie called Prisoners, where he plays just, like, kind of a red herring, where it's like, you are definitely the guy that kidnapped these children. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I... I'm, actually, no. Let me... Let me go even one step further. I think Paul Dano legitimately kidnapped these children. 
Mm-hmm. That's how good he is. That's how creepy, how naturally creepy he's able to be. And I'm super excited for that. I'm excited for the fact that Colin Farrell, for one reason or another, made chose to ugly himself again <laughs> so that he could play a famously hot character, Penguin, who Danny DeVito made a sex icon yes. with his onesie and literal flippers. To which point, <laughs> someone had to ask uh, uh, Tim Burton, uh, he's not a literal penguin. You, you don't... He's not literally a penguin he's he, they it's a it's like if you called napoleon penguin because he's short and ugly like that's that's the point <laughs> but what if he was a penguin <laughs> have we like, asked this question what, whatever whatever man yeah sure you're you're the you're the genius let's let's go for it and and it worked because danny devito has no problem being mm-hmm. disgusting but I am very excited, like, just the cast, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Jeffrey Wright, who, for any Westworld fans, is so good, and his voice is pitch perfect for any narration you would ever want. And the fact that it's a detective story. Like, like how long have people been wanting a detective Batman? It's just, ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, because it's always been, it's we saw a- the creation of him. We saw him beating up bad guys. Yeah. We saw his, you know, his, but now we're seeing... It's year two, right? That's the based off that yeah. comic. Yeah, we're having a lot of this. So if you're if you're watching the video, I, like, uh, I am so the sorry. camera work on this. <laughs> we're working on things. We we are not tech savvy, <laughs> so I am so. We're sorry. We're about the real thing. You have to you have to show this. Yeah, definitely definitely put this in a different tab while you're doing your work or something. <laughs> the audio though. We appreciate we appreciate uh, yeah the audio is where it's at. We appreciate your support, mm-hmm. but. It's it's yeah it's one of those things where you have all these different moments like the Dark Knight has uh, Batman analyzing these different bullet wounds mm-hmm. like that bullets, was pretty things cool. like that that was like very uh, detective like but then it kind of stops there then there's mm-hmm. maybe like one or two other scenes that are similar mm-hmm. but it, it, there there's always something missing but then then there's this one who again Robert Pattinson almost exclusively plays unhinged people so I can only imagine how especially with the way he beats absolutely mercs that one henchman <laughs> is that henchman so is that a joker tease i i don't know yeah i don't know what they're dressing up as i don't i don't know the what only they're... thing i can think of was like joker with that face paint but it's like he's like, not i don't know yeah. yeah i which i have a feeling we're gonna because obviously they've casted like three or four villains if if not just to use for this movie but mm-hmm. for like all right here's penguin for like a couple scenes and then once Riddler is dispatched. Uh, Penguin is in the next one, or something like is a main uh, player in the next. I've one. I've heard the way they're setting it up is like that's Batman's universe, basically. Yeah. And then and then DCU is his own thing. That's their Justice League, and then mm-hmm. but that's Batman's universe. Yeah. So I'm excited. So yeah, no, it's 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 like a Nolan trilogy thing. They get to do whatever they want yeah. for three movies at least. Yeah. And oh, and also, did you did you hear they're doing like essentially Gotham, but within the the Pattinson universe with the guy who's directing and writing the batman and the guy who made like boardwalk empire wolf of wall street yeah like he wrote wolf of wall street and like a bunch of other great movies they're making essentially another gotham where it's like based around a cop but it's in that universe and it's on hbo versus like oh Network series TV. yeah oh so it's it's connected so it's yeah it's almost that... like agent carter for yeah in a sense so it's um it would be like okay, you got you got the Batman trilogy, mm-hmm. um, and then you have this show, which is focused on a cop who's in the middle of this uber corrupt police system, 
and it's essentially just about like oh all the temptations that come with hey listen you can get you can make some serious coin if you choose to uh, bend the rules every so often for the right people mm-hmm. or do you choose to be the one good cop uh, which will lead a lot of consequences in its own right and it's a show based around that kind of idea so it's like alright so you have all of this Battenson content mixed mm-hmm. with this just quality sounding content mm-hmm. and then you have um, HBO Max putting out the Snyder Cut and then in potentially like continuing the the Snyder stuff on HBO Max depending I'm sure on how well the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut does um, because again Ben Affleck Ben Affleck looks great yeah uh, which helps when you're dating the the AI from Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> that certainly helps that certainly helped motivate you but like it's something where he's actually in shape and he's gonna be in Flash mm-hmm like he's legitimately gonna reappear. He's well, that's why I, I'm, DC's like having a redemption. Like they reconcile their differences with Superman. They Batflex back on board. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're they're They've Snyder, them and Snyder, and it's like they got that bullshit out. And it was like because they were trying to create this thing under the weight of MCU, and everyone held into that. And I feel like that pressure made a couple of people in that organization crack. And I think legitimately, like, the fact that it's been however long since, obviously, Black Widow got delayed, mm-hmm. um, Eternals got delayed, um, there's just been no MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling the fact that this is just kind of put out there and isolated, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't thinking, like, wait a minute, this isn't like Black Widow, yeah. where it was pretty funny, but, you yeah. know, this and that. It's just like, what do you think about this uh, pitch on the Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. What do you think about how the Snyder cut looks and things mm-hmm. like that. And people are like, you know, it looks really good. Yeah. Like, like, and that's, and that's it. It's not like, Oh, I just, although of course there are always going to be people on Twitter that are like, why isn't Batman funny? To which point Batman should never, never be funny. Be funny. <laughs> There's literally a whole day in the comics dedicated to trying to make him laugh and no one's been able to do it. <laughs> it's so it's, it's one of those things where I think since the, the influence of the MCU is just kind of muted at the moment. And I love it. Is is allowing like these like everything that was shown off at DC Fandom to feel like it's complete like its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like again, you can have Birds of Prey, which is a really funny movie. Mm-hmm. You can have the Suicide Squad with the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy. And it sounds really good and sounds mm-hmm. really entertaining. Um, but then you have the Batman, which is more serious somehow than I thought it would be. And it looks like something that uh, it looks like Seven. It looks like the Zodiac movie. It looks like Mindhunter. Seasons one and two. <laughs> both of them. It's, both. It sounds like both of them. That's how dark. And, it, like, that's the thing. It, it's it's so refreshing, and it's just the reason why I think a lot of people came away from that event so pumped. And why I think it seems that, like, DC is on, a, on an uptick. Because mm-hmm. the whole thing is just, why bother... Comp- why bother competing with the mcu by doing what the mcu yes. does the mcu does what it does i don't it will literally only change that fact when it stops working mm-hmm. like that's like as whether you're someone who has loved every mcu movie that comes out or feels like eh, i like some, i like like went like i rewatch winter soldier mm-hmm. i greatly enjoyed the winter soldier that's my probably my favorite along with infinity war i think because infinity war had that sense of scale purpose seriousness Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of the humor. To me, that was Civil War. That was the first one. Civil War is my favorite. I got you. Which, yeah, because that was the, the sequel, right, to, to Winter Soldier, because it was the same guy. And it was that same summer of BVS, and, and so it was like superheroes are fighting each other, Suicide came out, and it was like it's Batman are fighting with each other, you know? Right. So it's like, yeah, there's all these different things, and to me, the only one that did it successfully was Civil War gotcha. in that summer, where it's like you actually had the friends fighting each other, and there was weight behind it. Whereas in BVS, they kind of made you convincing where Batman hates him, but it just felt like some things were cheap. Maybe in that longer cut, it explains it, brings yeah, it to the cause, rap. Because you kind of you understand it a little bit more in the longer cut <laughs> when you watch it. Because like at that point, you have like it's really just reinforced into mm-hmm. like uh, Superman's head. Listen, the, bro, the only way you're gonna fix because he talks to the now widow of the guy who went in prison and mm-hmm. got stabbed mm-hmm. uh clark talks to her and she says like a guy like this you're not gonna change his mind mm-hmm. by talking to him you know it's gonna you know you know what's gonna change his mind a fist mm-hmm. so it's like just really reinforced in his head this guy is perpetuating fear causing the deaths of a bunch of these guys to the mm-hmm. point it's like i have to take him down mm-hmm. but again because while a lot of people think the movies don't get superman Superman's still there at the showdown begrudgingly because Lex is holding his mother hostage mm-hmm. and he's like, bro, I'm trying to convince you. Meanwhile, Batman's like, bro, I got seven snipers. I got RPGs ready to go. I got tripwire. It's like, bro, listen, I don't care what you say. I'm going to use these fucking traps. I did not come here to not <laughs> so, use them. So he's just waiting for him like, okay, all right, the tripwire didn't work. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And to which point Superman's like, oh, fuck it. And then just grabs him and throws him. And that's and that's the good shit. That is the but, good shit. But it is one of those things where I just... As much as a lot of people I know just don't like the seriousness, which really throws me for a loop, because the Nolan ones weren't funny. Like, Alfred, what, had a line every so often that was kind of humorous. Obviously, Joker was mm-hmm. funny, because Joker has his own dark humor. But none of the movies are funny. I don't, I don't, I, I guess I don't, and I legitimately no. think if, if the Nolan movies came out nowadays, I don't know that they would be much beloved because I think a lot of people, like, cause again, think about like when the Nolan movies it. came out. Cause like Nolan movies came out, what, like 2006, it, Nolan, To me, those movies are the greatest, cause those are the greatest superhero movies to me over the, over the Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire ones. Yeah. To me, it's just cause Batman was in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have been in this world that we're living in. It was, like, the closest thing you'll get to a real Superman. Where, I mean, not, not a real Superman, well, a, like real a real Batman. A real superhero. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Where world. it's, like, uh, he 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 wasn't – in the comic books, you know, Batman doesn't have powers, but this man takes hits from Superman. He takes hits. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. something a, a normal human can never do. Whereas him and Bane are just two jacked-up dudes going at it, and he gets well, yeah. his ass whooped. Well, Bane's on – gas painkillers yeah. the whole time that's what, that's yeah. what I, the second he fucks with the painkillers she's like oh shit I just punched a like a concrete pillar it fucking hurt, hurt. <laughs> ow yup <laughs> that's and like the fact that like oh yeah no in this universe no Bane got shot by like a missile by like Catwoman he's dead yeah like it's not you know like that was like cause I remember like the part where like like oh uh, Batman finds out that the one chick is bad Oh, and yeah. then he's like, like, uh, I'm gonna kill you now. Yep. And then Catwoman busts in, shoots him with a missile, and he just fucking flies away. 
he's dead. Like, because that's what this universe is. He got yeah. shot in probably the arm, because he's not wearing that much armor. Yep. <laughs> and he's dead. But, like, that's the thing. That's, like, but again, those movies, I think, ended 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, that series ended. That was before the MCU was really picking up. That was before the Avengers. So, Damn. So, like, like because, again... We, Time watch, was different. You watch, like, the the Thor, you know, like, when the first Thor movie came out, when, like, Captain America came out. I think a lot of people were like, this is cool. I really like the end credit scenes. But, Iron, Iron Man yes. was, like, the big one. Iron Man was just great. Like, that's why people don't know how much MCU has evolved. Because it's like, if you go back and watch that first Iron Man, it, it's, it's still in that very, of, in, of that flavor of they were making, you know, superhero movies fit in the, this world and then whereas again eventually mcu evolved into this big old world of, of superheroes and everything but it was tony stark was the it was it was, the first iron man was tony stark could have been a real billionaire yeah. you know what i mean that's what it felt like and i miss i i do miss those days especially because t- uh, robert downey jr was in a real suit mm-hmm. he, like they built a real suit and that like that like filming it was the biggest mess you listen to like the um, Jeff Bridges who played the villain talk mm-hmm. about. He said it was the most expensive fan movie I've or student film I've been a part of, because it was such a mess. Because they didn't know what they were going to film every day. But again, it it blossom- came out amazing. It blossomed, in, it blossomed into this like huge mm-hmm. favorite amongst a lot of people. And I think while a lot of people like you know maybe the other probably the other ones didn't gravitate towards them as much. Incredible Hulk is i'd say overall underrated for the for like the redheaded stepchild of the mcu <laughs> yeah especially because you know they recasted him so the guy in it is no longer bruce banner that's probably the the worst that's probably like why it gets the most hate it's just like yeah we're, just, just we're like, willing oh, to forget this here's, here's this other guy who uh as well because it popped in because when it came to the avengers mm-hmm. movie uh ed norton who played the incredible hulk was like hi i have opinions and then they're like, we, you can't have those. You want to talk about how, like, uh, uh, the crazy-ass fucking general that was trying to kill the Hulk the whole time had yeah. a redemption arc and, like, got to be a calm, like, noble, like, <laughs> legislator. It's like, get out of here. When he came back in Civil War, Civil the War. fuck are you, How are you not locked up right now? Yeah, how yeah. many civilian lives did you danger? I, I need to kill him. I need to kill him. He's trying to get with my daughter. And then, and then I'm going to create one. All right, all right. I'm gonna create a limey Brit who's gonna all of a sudden he's gonna have equal powers, but be really ugly in comparison to Hulk, and somehow be better, and then yeah, and be kind of better at it. But yeah, no. Just ever since then, it's just like eh, no more Hulk movies. I know that there's a rights issue where like three different people own the rights to the movies or whatever. And that's tough because Disney didn't own them yet. Disney didn't own the MCU yet. I think it was with Captain America. They sold whoever owned it, sold it to Disney. Which, oh my God, Don't do can that. you imagine? Can you imagine doing that? Selling the MCU before the Avengers? You hate to see Oof. it. Oof. You hate to see that. It. I would say is on par with Blockbuster denying or rejecting the the bid to buy Netflix. Oh, the also uh, Yahoo was a. Uh... Uh, Google wanted to wanted to partner with Yahoo, and it was like 100 million was the deal. Yeah. And Yahoo was like, <laughs> <laughs> not not a chance. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> yes. Oh, Google, that failing brand. <laughs> I don't think so. Hindsight is 2020. You know, people want to uh, just Yahoo it instead of Google it. Yahoo. Remember that shit? Yahoo. 
that brings back a Yo, nostalgia. Yeah. Mm. I remember I'm, I didn't use Yahoo until uh, ever, but then I remember uh, everything else was blocked off in school, and you're trying to waste time on the computer. You can go on Yahoo, and you can see, like, the 10 trending stories around the world. Oh, yeah. And that's like, how I wasted time informed. in class. <laughs> that's how I kept stayed informed. Because you like, couldn't get on Twitter or anything. What, what were Reagan's policies? It's like a recent development. I don't think we want to know that. I don't <laughs> That was the fourth grade me was not ready to fight that one. That's why I love how like they put they, the memes that they put uh, Reagan in the Call of Duty and they're like, oh, we're gonna oh, be selling crack, we're gonna be distributing crack yes, to, in Baltimore. We're gonna be planting FBI informants into the slums. Or there was like the um, there's a uh, Twitter account called Can You Violate the Geneva Convention. And it's for, like, can you violate the Geneva Convention in this game? Oh, no. And then it had a picture of Call of Duty, like, Cold War. It's like, do we even have to? <laughs> <laughs> do we even have to say anything? That's funny as hell. <laughs> but, uh, oh, there's something else, too. Oh, um, but, like, speaking of, it reminded me all the kind of, because a lot of, I think a lot, a lot of what people dislike about the DCEU stuff mm -hmm. is kind of, a lot of the directions they take is kind of goes against a lot of people's perceptions mm -hmm. when they look at a character, which to, like to me, like what something that reminded me of recently um, was, did you see all the backlash with uh, the last of us, the, the sequel to, yeah. So the last of us nope. um, for those who haven't played it um, is a PlayStation game about that's it's essentially its goal is to rip your heart out it's a zombie game but it's really about the relationships between these people and kind of the horrible events that can occur um in that kind of if you brought a very realistic take on the zombie apocalypse and the sequel was super highly anticipated naturally because the first one was much beloved and about like a month before it was supposed to come out the main plot points were spoiled including Fuck. footage including footage they Fuck. like someone leaked so like in no like no one really knew who it was initial reports were like oh it was a disgruntled developer who was like man i had a shit time making this game i'm gonna push it out there then while well, other people there there were different things and a lot of people again obviously the problem with the problem with any plot leaks of anything, any art, um, is that there's no context. So it's the simplest, most unflattering version of whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. So if it's like, oh, this character dies, um, and you play around with his corpse. Like, it's like, well, you, like, like oh, it's like, oh, well, that sounds terrible. Like that, I don't, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I hate this game. <laughs> I hate this game. It sounds dumb. Yeah. But it's like, well, no. If you play the game, you don't play around. It's good. Like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, that's not accurate. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Last of Us Two dealt with that quite a bit um, because there were a lot of like controversial takes, and I won't spoil any because I literally just finished it last night. I, I got rid of all my muted terms on twitter <laughs> because that game was so being like so widely spoiled across the internet mm -hmm. that i was i am amazed i played through the whole thing and it took me like three months mm -hmm. for both mel and i to finish it and we left unspoiled i never knew what was coming and it was a lovely thing 
Speak. Which should be a lesson to all people who spoil things for fun. Don't do it. You're an asshole. Don't do it. You, you suck. Be better. You whole and, asshole. Selfish. But, but it sounded like a lot of what... Like, because a lot of what the game was to me was it challenged people's beliefs in something. Like, a lot of the characters in the first game that a lot of people loved, mm -hmm. all of a sudden were cast from a different perspective. And you're like, holy shit. Are we the bad guys? And it's like, like it's that kind of thing where it's like, well, just like how someone, how you were fighting off someone because you read them as a threat, mm -hmm. and they became a threat, obviously, because you you punch a guy in the head three times, he's mm -hmm. going to get angry, and then he's going to yeah. be like, all right, listen, now I'm going to punch you in the head. Mm -hmm. And this one, it was like, it illustrated how these main characters who everyone loves may not... Be, it can be cast in an unflattering light mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i think a lot of people didn't like that the game of thrones-esque in a sense you, you make yeah. real you make characters real with flaws and everything then all of us then all of a sudden yeah you're like you know like you don't want to say they're a good they're a i i like no well who's a good Part, innocent character yeah. who's the good character it's like oh well they are well they did this and this and that That's pretty fucked up it, it reminded me very much of it. What it did was for those who have watched Breaking Bad. Uh, for my personal experience when watching it, Walter White, the main character, is the bad guy. It's They're, not even close. Well, you could say the bad guy would be would be the whole reason he's. You could bring it it's way bigger. Like the, the American the, healthcare the, system is the bad the, guy. <laughs> that that was the point. Yeah, yeah. The American healthcare system. All right, Walter's second. Yes. <laughs> because it's one of those things where since you're he, following him and he's the main character, and this started the events of the game started innocently enough, started mm -hmm. with a motivation you can get behind. Um, it starts to mutate, and things start kind of getting uglier, start getting a little, little grimier, morally. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? And both The Last of Us 2 and Breaking Bad do it to the point where, you know, you start thinking about it. It's like, if this person wasn't the main character, would I like them? And the answer usually is no. They, like, from anything from Breaking Bad, Last of Us, or How I Met Your Mother. Because <laughs> no one wants to follow Ted. Yet we do. He's a full asshole. <laughs> Yet we do. Therefore, everyone just kind of tolerates him. And that's kind of a thing that I, I, I think more people need to be willing to do. Is when they're being challenged with a different perspective or something creatively that maybe they didn't expect. Um, I, I find that it's something where just be willing to be willing to take it wholesale don't don't have your knee-jerk reaction which is man i have to play as this person who killed one of my like this this character mm -hmm. not a chance not a chance i refuse mm -hmm. instead be like okay let me see what they're going for with this mm -hmm. and in the end a lot of times you get rewarded for it and it's something where you get to appreciate different appreciate the story yeah you get to appreciate different stories because it's something where a lot of really successful things in recent years have have been unfortunately super simple 
and a lot of them tell a very similar story, unfortunately. And I think when someone's willing to take a risk with a story or try new things, that doesn't mean you're not you're not able to dislike it or anything like that by any means. It's just something where be willing to listen and absorb new art mm -hmm. told in a new and interesting way because you never know it might breed a new appreciation for different aspects and may allow you to kind of i guess get more out of what you consume open mind and you, like the who's the uh the director he directed the asian film but he was like if you can get over that two inch barrier of subtitle you mm -hmm. Uh, the, yeah, the director of Parasite. Yeah, because yeah. it was like a lot of people, you know, were like, I want to watch Parasite, but I don't want to read. And it's like, bro, <laughs> <You're missing. laughs> bro, show show some dang respect. Par so, Parasite is excellent. It's on Hulu, by That's the all, way. Like, uh, I remember there's a there's one of my best friends. I try to get him to watch uh, uh, Full Brother, uh, mm -hmm. Full Metal. Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood. Yeah. There we go. That was why there was that it so is. hard. <laughs> and I, he was like, "Oh, dude, I don't watch animes." It's and like, then he ended up watching another anime somewhere else, yeah. and then came back to it and said, "Oh my god, I should have yeah, watched." You know, right. what I mean? now a huge anime fan. Mm -hmm. But like when you blanket term things, because it's like they'll see they'll see their friend talk about anime that looks like something they don't want to watch, and all of a sudden all anime. Is yeah, that. yeah, it's like, all right, well, this particular one it maybe isn't your bag, but mm -hmm. try this one. This one has a really cool story, mm -hmm. and that's usually the way things are. Not every you're not gonna like everything. An that's, entire genre. Yeah, you're not gonna like every, an entire genre. You're not gonna like everything uh, that's different or is definitely like meant to kind of get a reaction out of you, both like either love it or hate it kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna like. You're not always gonna come out on the positive on those things, mm -hmm. but what? I guess in the end, it's just always something where we're surrounded by the like creative, creative projects, arts that we watch, listen to, read, play, etc. And if you box yourself up to the point where you're, you just you can't. It's like no, no, no. I'm not interested in that give it a try and you know what if it's something where like i'd see it's not my thing if you give it an honest try and it's like it's not my thing awesome then you you but you now you've learned you made an yourself. effort you've made an effort because i think if you shut your mind to things that are different and it, it, it's a domino effect for the rest of your life then you, yeah you'll just you'll keep doing it but with more, more less it, trivial things more like, important things with your life yeah and so oh, everything overlaps. It is that serious. You know what I mean? Like it is that serious. Yeah. So I guess open-minded. I guess to wrap things up, just yeah, we just want to. Oh, yeah. So just, just I don't know if you can notice that we we uh, we lighthearted today, and it's more of a kind of reevaluating: Are you participating to facilitate facilitate growth, or to uh, as J Cole said it, or to uh, get famous, or to gather attention? You know, try to be on the right side of history. And uh, we have a lot of people participating in negative energy. And we're seeing uh, horrible results from it. So, you know, on the uptick of trying to be on the positive side and, and breed positivity, we got a little lighthearted today. Yeah. A little authentic to us, though. Be a little authentic to us, who we are. We are lighthearted people at the end of the day. Like to have a good time. And we but, like you uh, guys to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So There are serious things out there. Yeah. Stay alert. Stay involved. Uh, but but you enjoy your distractions that keep you peace. Uh, practice great gratitude. It's good for the soul. Yeah. 
and try try new things listen to new things watch new things listen to new music mm-hmm. you know watch watch old movies that you know back in the day would be too old and something your dad would watch mm-hmm. you know just take on something new especially during these times when we feel like we're in too much of a rut mm-hmm. so thank you guys for listening love you guys this is the basement bloke podcast um you can find me at kevin 31g on twitter and i'm mckevin 95 on twitter and andrew is something something but he's not even here right now Andy bandy so. six but who also, gives a shit he's who, missing not me i do i love you i love you andrew next time figure out this video shit for us because this we had <laughs> woo! This, is, this is blurry uh basement blokes podcast signing out the blurry boys <laughs>